0: The chrissyconcept. dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back, teachers! In Episode 66, I'm in conversation with Mary Granick about what happens when teachers are faced with trauma. Mary and I recorded this interview soon after the school shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas last May in 2022. And while we don't go into detail about school shootings, Mary does help us understand as teachers what happens in our bodies when we are faced with trauma. And this could be any big event that hits your school. Mary reminds us why it's important for teachers to seek help themselves when faced with a traumatic event, how trauma makes it impossible to think clearly in class and how a pre-organized emotional lesson plan for yourself can really help you in this moment. Mary has been on the podcast before. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist. And before that, she was in the classroom. Just like us, she taught English and history and writing before making that midlife career change. Mary works currently with adults and couples with a focus on somatic and trauma-informed therapeutic approaches. So having been a teacher, you won't want to miss this conversation about complex trauma and what to do when you feel it. Enjoy the episode. We are back today with Mary Granick. She is a psychotherapist, and the conversation I'd love to have is something that I think touches teachers sadly, often, which is when something hard or something traumatic happens. Mary, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Chrissy. I wanted to frame this conversation around trauma, and I know that complex trauma is getting more and more buzz. I think we're as a, as a culture and definitely in education, looking at this idea, idea between PTSD and complex trauma. You know, I think the sad part of our American culture are sometimes things that like school shootings or if a particular trauma happens to a school community. You have already reminded us that the very first thing to do is to remember that when something traumatic happens to our school community, that we and our nervous systems have a shock response. Could you just speak a little bit more to that and what that is exactly? Our nervous system
1: is organized in such a way that when something overwhelming happens, a different part of our brain kicks in to manage that stress and that overwhelm. And so sometimes that word shock is used when we're no longer connected to our prefrontal cortex and have the ability to think and reason in that moment. But that shock moment, it's very state specific. It's like you hear shocking news, or you're trying to process something of a world event that is just overwhelming. And if one can remember that that is going to happen when you first hear it, there's a way to just allow yourself to be compassionate and give yourself time to know that you need to reconnect back to your prefrontal cortex before you can have any idea of what it is you should do or what it is you might say. And so I think that it's so important for teachers, for anyone to be connecting first to their own humanity, and that when they hear something shocking, they have to take all the time they need to get more regulated back in their system. Self-compassion, talking to their peers, talking to their own family and loved ones, waiting for that state shift internally to happen. And that they know that they're back, you know, kind of like online and out of that fight, flight, freeze kind of moment. And that can sometimes be enough to just manage the initial shock of something, because I think what often happens is a lot of people go into shock and from that place are still scrambling to try and think about what they should do. And it's an impossible task to give yourself.
0: Mm. Could you speak more to that? Why is it an impossible task to give yourself?
1: Well, imagine that if it's almost like if you're walking along and somebody put their hand over your eyes and said, can't you see? and their hand is literally covering your eyes, it's kind of like that's what happens to our brain when we are out of our own mindfulness and connection to our prefrontal cortex. It's impossible to really think clearly because our system's energy is getting utilized to just absorb the shock or to help us decide, do we need to fight? Do we need to flee? Do we need to freeze? just like that's part of our animal nature.
0: Mary, that is such a mindful reminder to remember to acknowledge the blindfold and to understand that we are in fight, flight, or freeze, or that might happen, and that we don't, even as the experts of our classrooms, have to do right away, have to act right away. Of course, each school when something happens, when a traumatic event like a student death or a massive accident or heaven forbid some sort of active of violence happens upon our school community. Of course, we want to follow the school ethos and what the school puts out or what our principals or administrators and the helping professionals in our buildings will help us with. But you are really reminding us to take that time. For ourselves. And I have seen veteran faculty who sometimes will buy themselves more time by saying, addressing it in the moment, because sometimes these things happen in the moment, and saying, We will speak about this. We just all need to take a breath first, or we all need to take a pause. Do you have any other recommendations for that, or anything to speak to that when maybe you don't have that second, or something happens? It might feel, it might not be instantaneous, but it might feel within the same day and you're in front of your students.
1: Well, I think there's, I think you're speaking to it really well, Chrissy. And that is, it's a knowing that you don't have to instantly have the answer. It's like having that in your back pocket before something traumatic happens can help remind you in the moment right? Because sometimes when we get triggered and we go into shock, there is that moment before that we can utilize some of the things we know about how to do self-care and be self-soothing. And hopefully that can kick in soon enough to just remember, I can take all the time I need to address this in the way that's going to be most efficacious for my classroom and for myself and for the school community.
0: I love how you named that. It's almost like having a pre organized emotional lesson plan for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that at least, at least for me, the reminder of, oh, I'm in flight right now, or oh, right, this is shock because I want to freeze, or I'm noticing that I'm freezing. We don't always have, again, as you say, that meta data at our fingertips, those thoughts. But to just to know that that could happen, that that's an option when a traumatic event happens, is really helpful. So thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else you want to say to that or speak to that, especially as helping professionals with young bodies and minds in front of us just to
1: remember? Well, I think it's important to remember that there's not only caring for your students to help them in any way that you can, to be with themselves and to get through a traumatic situation but it's just as important to get the support that you need as a teacher to get back into your own space of feeling safe and feeling heard and feeling cared for
0: excellent 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 words from Mary Granick Mary thank you so much for coming back on the podcast and reminding us to take care of our own selves so that we can take care of others. I really appreciate you coming back on the podcast and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Chrissy. And I think it's a great service that you're doing for teachers.
0: Thank you so much. We were back in conversation with Mary Granick. She's a psychotherapist, and I will link her website in the show notes. Of course, if you are struggling and you need help, please reach out to anyone, anyone in your community that you need. You can always email me as well directly at ChrissyConcept at gmail.com and really take care of yourselves out there. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode, Teacher Friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thecrissyconcept.com. That's the, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.